The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself, gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at NerdistSchool.com or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes. Who is this? No one. I'm not no one. Princess Sparkle, what do you want? She's just Captain Oates' type. Will you tell him to keep his hooves off? Welcome to the bro Welcome back, guys. A ooh, podcast ooh, ooh. where we bro down about love in the OC and talk about our shameless enjoyment of other, other things, things we, we love. love. I'm Roxy. And I'm Ryan. And here we are with episode 19 of season one, The, the Heartbreak. Heartbreak. This one's mm. written by just Josh. Just Josh Schwartz. It features... <laughs> dodged kisses uh valentine's day the holiday girls throwing themselves at boys uh doing it princess sparkle <laughs> Teresa, uh welcome back Teresa. another indecipherable dance slash party and once again saint sandy coming to the rescue so much great sandy and kirsten in this episode yes. i am like overwhelmed right now oh my gosh i feel like he's always saving the girls too like he's always like pep talking the girls like he talked to anna and was like, you got to be patient with Seth, which turned out to be false. Uh, <laughs> got to be patient with the Cohen. Patient Cohen with the Cohen man. Cohen uh, Just a reminder, you can watch the show on the CW Seed app and or website for free or on Hulu if you want to watch along with us. And, you know, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. And, you know, thank you so much for listening so far. We've had a great time. And I'm just glad that people are out there listening to this podcast. So, so hyped. So hyped right now. Uh, <laughs> let's not fail to mention that we are on the Nerdist School Network. Yeah. Full of wonderful other podcasts on a variety of subjects that you should listen to. Yes. Speaking of which, yeah. why don't we introduce our amazing guest, a very good friend of the show, a uh, friend of ours um, who also has his own podcast yeah. on the Nerdist School Network. It just so happens but about what? The Flash. Uh, he's also one of our amazing technicians and has actually been in the room hey. helping the parts of the bro <laughs> making it work, making everything great. Give it up. Uh, so give it up for Trevor. Hey! hey! Thanks for having me. Hey, I've, I've wanted to be on this podcast as soon as I heard about it. Oh my <laughs> god! Well, we're so excited. Yes. I love the OC. Oh so great! Much. Oh my gosh! So excited. Oh, this is so, fantastic. Like, there's there's just something very special about an episode where people have like a true love and really understand the deep undercurrent of greatness that is the OC. Yeah. Oh yeah. To start off with, I my friend. Kristen, like me and her watched it like as it was coming out. She made me um, like a little like, I don't want to judge it, but it was crappy. It was, but it was just like, <laughs> it was just like a bunch of pictures of uh, Anna and Summer. She's like, you have to choose and like made like a little poster for me. Whoa. Um, like yeah. like hand drawn? No, like like oh. clip art, like from the, like yeah, just like put it together like in MS Paint. Why, why did you have to choose? <laughs> Just because they, this is the time. You got to choose between Anna or Summer. Like, okay. That was a big thing. Who yeah. did you yeah. choose? Uh, I'm team Anna. Yeah. Okay. I, well, okay. At the time. I'm, I'm team Anna, but at the same time, I am team Summer and Seth. Like them together. But like personally, yeah. like Anna, I find much cooler. Got it. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. But it's just like there's no denying. Like he says, she's undeniable. She's undeniable. Yeah. Is she? I mean, she's fantastic. Although... If we flash forward to, is it season three or four when Anna comes back? Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I think you can say that. That's yeah, we fine. can totally say oh, that. Uh, she's credited. <laughs> um, but, but but when she's back, definitely much more Team Summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer evolves as a character oh, throughout yeah. the entire series. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's tremendous. Yes, absolutely. So good. Um, so, Trevor, you've watched it since um, since it's it's. it's 
origin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it at the beginning. I, I, I'm like everybody else, where season two and three wasn't necessarily on board. <laughs> and I've been since I've been doing this podcast. I'm like, I'm gonna go back and watch it. Yeah. And so I've been going through, and I'm in uh, season two right now. Um, just as uh, Marissa's uh, season two romance is blossoming, oh, that uh, yes. I don't want to spoil anything. The no, don't do it. Season the two famed romance. romance. Um, <laughs> but also like. I find myself, I think I'm reaching the point where I kind of started losing interest because I'm kind of losing steam watching it again. (laughs) Um, Although, to be fair, like going back, I always had this image of like season one's the fun one, season two and three are the dark ones, and then season four is like the fun one again. Yeah. Um, But first of all, season one's pretty dark. Yeah. (laughs) And season two and three aren't as bad as you think. I think season three's the real trouble season. Yes. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, But yeah, but season two, I've been digging that one so far too. It's just, it's just more of everything. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like it's more girls, more drama, more nonsense, more boys, everything. So (laughs) it's great. And and the turnaround's very quick too, because they're just like, all right, let's get this done quickly, you guys. Let's see how many plot points we could throw all in one episode. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's reminded me how much I wanted to be Seth Cohen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, like, especially seeing that giant ass Ben Folds live poster, I had that poster. (laughs) No way. I had that poster, I had that CD. Um, And, like, really the difference. Difference between me and Seth Cohen is he's Jewish. He lives in uh, the OC, and he's more into music than me. Everything else I feel <laughs> lines up, like the comic book stuff. Yeah, yeah the comic book stuff, all yeah. the nerdy stuff, uh-huh. awkwardness. Um, my dad, my dad could have been Sandy Cohen, but he's a little bit more reserved. But he has Sandy Cohen esque tendencies. Oh, that's nice. Right. Um, Shout out to Trevor's dad. Yeah. <laughs> he was on my podcast <gasps> o- over what? summer. We talked Flash, so that's, awesome. he, that's his Flash is with Sandy Cohen. Oh my God! Um, can we can we contact him to be on this podcast? <laughs> you can contact my mom would be on this podcast. Ooh. Really? Yeah, I've pitched. I've, <laughs> I if my mom was in town, I would recommend her for this podcast and Hellmouthy. Oh my God! She would oh, she yeah. would kill it. Oh. Um, Have you been on Hellmouthy? Yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, we did season three. Um, I want to make a bitch because they we did the alternate timeline episode, The Wish. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, for the Buffy podcast, so I, I am because I'm the uh, the Flash and all the like alternate realities and time travel and everything. I would like to come back for the Chris huh? Season four alternate reality <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll book it yeah, very you are, you are far already, in advance. I, yeah, I was gonna say, can, can we can we put it in how far advance? Like two years in advance. Yes. Like, we, we have, I think we have seventy three more episodes to yes. go. <laughs> so put it in the books. <laughs> we got it. We got it down. Oh, it's man. yeah. You got it, man. In stone. We're doing it. Um. Well, shall we get to the episode synopses? Yes, please. Okay. Cool. Here's the DVD pamphlet version. Uh, I have a photo of the DVD pamphlet you version. Do. So. <laughs> Time to forgive and forget, or so Marissa thinks. But Ryan isn't ready, and the presence of former love Teresa at the Valentine's dance adds to Marissa's concern. Summer and Seth work on the um mechanics. <laughs> oh boy. They're just Mechanics. working on a car. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, just the just taking the dipstick out, checking to see if the oh oil boy. levels are right. Watch anyway. it. Anyway. <laughs> Why not on Hulu it says uh they like take their friendship to the next level? Like it seems they all these dis- <laughs> Yeah, it seems all these descriptions are dancing around the fact that like they do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the description should just be sex and then be done. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, this C- seems to be everyone's problem this yeah. episode anyway. Yeah. Exactly. The, the CW doesn't even mention anything of that. Their only description is, as if Ryan's love wasn't complicated enough, enter his ex, Teresa! Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember Teresa? She we was the sure really do. stereotypical yeah, Latino yeah, girl that we woman. decided woman. to give, yeah, you know, tanks and big old hoop earrings. <laughs> Why oh, not? Boy. Let's just run it in. Um, we actually, two episodes ago, we saw our first African-American person who was in detention, Brian. <laughs> oh. Awful, right? Oh, so this show is so bad at <laughs> like, representing other African-Americans. <laughs> I know. Well, and I guess, like, be, oh. being naive in 2004 and, and growing up in, like, a mostly white community, like, I definitely it didn't, it went to deaf ears. Oh, and, I, wouldn't yeah. it? Have even thought twice about any of this, right? Like, yeah, oh, that's what happens. That's what's on TV. <laughs> the Chino sounds da- dangerous. Don't want to yeah. go over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice right? to hear a Californian say that. Yeah, no, I watching this, you would be, like, especially moving down here, 
like living down here, you realize how much the OC like really took liberties with the <laughs> depiction of stuff. <laughs> Especially like I watched the pilot again, like it's all dirty and like Ryan's like trashy house. Oh yeah. yeah. There's like, damn, what is going on in Chino? <laughs> well, I there is this there's this ridiculous website that was like made on front page that I, and I don't know what <laughs> it but it was some guy like went around and found all of the filming locations for the OC and they're like details like with MLS listings, all this kind of stuff. And the like all those scenes were actually filmed in Sun Valley, like just north of North Hollywood. It's like, just use that. Like, why yeah. do we have to say Chino? Oh, you're from Sun Valley. I guess it kind of sounds nice. But... Yeah, Sun Valley. Yeah. yeah, I think Chino just has a harsher, yeah. crappier name. That's, yeah. that's its problem. <laughs> right? Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, because um, Encino, like, that place is garbage. And... <laughs> but it sounds nicer than Chino. Like, it just. It yeah, it's yeah. Softer. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Anyway, the heartbreak. The heartbreak. So, Valentine's Day episodes, I usually. I mean, not to say that I don't love this episode, but mm -hmm. I really love Valentine's episodes, like sitcom episodes, any holiday episode. I yeah. really love. Mm -hmm. But I'm really disappointed that, like, Kirsten was the only one that was really into it. Oh, Everyone yeah. This else is, is just kind of, you know, meh. I have it in my notes. It's Kiki versus the boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. I love it. You're right. She's trying to convince everybody so hard that this holiday is worth it. Well, especially uh, when she has the very valid, her most valid argument is Chrismica. Yes. Like, we went all insane for the made up holiday <laughs> yeah. and for the real one. Like you won't even like get me chocolates. You're yeah. going to throw this tantrum about it. Like, yeah, she, Kirsten's definitely the one on the right side of this. Sure. Oh, yes. for sure. Yes. Well, yeah. And, and like you figure like, okay, give and take in a relationship, like Sandy and Kirsten have a pretty solid, you know, thing going on. But, but nothing in common as but, we found out last <laughs> true, episode. True, true. They like Seth. But um, <laughs> but the the thing that gets me is that like Sandy doesn't budge until like the very end of the episode. Yeah, but I think he did it on purpose. I don't. It, I, fe it, it feels, feels long con. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> I feel sure. like he was like, yeah, whatever. Valentine's Day, we go through okay. this every year, and then at the end, he's like, remember how amazing I am. Oh man, uh. so crazy. But I guess. Valentine's Day as a teen was incredibly awkward, which was everything that this episode was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember like I, I don't think I ever felt any pressure with Valentine's Day, to be honest. Like I never was like, oh no, who's gonna give me I think the only the only thing I felt pressure about was that like some people in class would like buy those like a uh, boxed uh, Valentine's cards and like hand them out to everybody. And that felt like, like if like I didn't in high school? Yes. Like if I didn't do that, like I was a bad person. Like that, that's the kind of pressure I felt with Valentine's that's Day. That's an alright pressure to have to deal with. Yeah. And not like this pressure. Like no. <laughs> these these kids are like have like adult relationship expectations yes it's wild right yeah. yeah like we used to send there used to be like these valentine's grams in our high school yeah. that you could send <laughs> and we all oh. just used to send them as jokes and put other people's <laughs> names on them which That's is good. so wildly like ridiculous and inappropriate and mean but oh, it was yeah. just like oh this is great like send it was like uh, you could send like the grams or the roses or anything mm -hmm. and then like like they would actually deliver them like to your locker yes yeah and there was always some punk that did like some super like precious you know gesture <laughs> like it was always this hype fest of like different people doing things and in a high school of like 2500 kids like someone was always trying to top another person oh, and yeah. it, 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 it kind of got out of hand but it was yeah. nice but you also know those couples that are going to be the ones who go out of, get out of hand sure true a yes. lot of times so yes. it's like it's not like oh my god like my fucking friend right over here like i wasn't expecting him to do anything and now he's done this whole <laughs> huge spread like oh man i'm screwed <laughs> the same people who like do the crazy crap for like prom or whatever yeah. or like the asked like the asked to prom what's the creative way you can oh, ask to prom i'm so glad i didn't have to deal with like promposals and all that crap oh what do you mean how do well like that's what they call like all the stuff that like those viral videos of people asking to oh, prom yeah. like those huge elaborate things like uh, i'm so glad I got out like just before social media kicked in. Yeah. In high oh, true. But yeah. I still, I, I feel like it was still a big thing. But yeah, I guess it is next level now because it's like everyone's trying to top. Mm -hmm. Like I think I just went. Do you want to go to prom with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or like, oh, we're dating. I guess in we're the library going to prom. parking lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> On the Valentine's Day tip, uh, I love him how immediately 
Kirsten gets upset uh, at Sandy when he he comes in uh, into her work. They're supposed to have lunch. It's Valentine's Day. And uh, I have a clip of Kirsten arguing with Sandy. (laughs) It's a a good argument. (laughs) I wonder how much they rehearsed it. It's only a holiday. It's not even a real holiday. Not this again. Not on an empty stomach. How about Arbor Day? Trees. That's a good cause. Or Secretary's Day. Or how about our anniversary? Which we might not make it to. Come on, you know you're going to have so much more fun there without me. No, you're going, Sandy. This is important to me. You know, there's a lot of things that are important to me that you don't do. Like what? Like golfing. Lots of couples golf together. Shortly before dying of old age. Surfing. How many times have I tried to get you in the ocean? With the fish? And still, I'm patient. I'm forgiving. You're joking. I patiently put up with your father. You're eligible for sainthood any day now. I forgive your snoring. I do not snore. Oh, yeah, you do. Like a freight train roaring through the house. You wanted to do this restaurant. I supported you. You wanted to go into private practice. Who had your back? I put up with your father. You never want to do anything that I like. Everything's a fight. Everything's an argument. My life, my job. Yeah, 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 and I'm still here. Don't do me any favors. I won't. Fine. Perfect. What are we fighting about? I am not sure, but it's serious. You're on your own for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a well-written argument. (laughs) Yeah, it's still so pleasant, though. It really is, yeah. Well, because I I like... It's. I think again why season three sucks is it. <laughs> it makes them like actually genuinely don't like not like each other for yeah. a while. And like even with this, like they're still fun and still the witty banter yep. and everything. Um, and everything hits really well. Yeah, and like it is like a jab at e- like how each other uh, is is pleasant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you snore. You do this golf. It's all like jokes. I like her. <laughs> Her response, like, with the fish? Yeah. Like, not, like, (laughs) sharks. Like, just the ickiness of being around fish is why she doesn't surf. (laughs) I mean, it is kind of... Well, I I guess the fish really isn't that gross, but the beaches around us are just all, like, wildly polluted and have, like, medical waste. (laughs) (laughs) Not Newport. Not in Newport. No, it's (laughs) true. It's true. Although, I think there's actually a good amount of oil rigs. Oh, probably. It's probably terrible. Anyway, you uh, they, you can't see them amongst the marine layer, thank God. No. Uh-huh. Uh, but there, this argument sort of continues until the end of uh, the episode. And uh, one thing that stuck out to me that was really funny was uh, Sandy walking by the boys at the party and going, one piece of advice, don't, don't get, get married. married. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ryan's like, I think you've said that to me before. He's like, yeah, and I'm probably going to say it again. <laughs> it's so good. But uh, they, they continue to be the rock in, yes. in the... This entire series, yes. I, I feel like, um, you know, it, it's just it, it's such a great, such a great relationship, For sure. and it's you know it's it's healthy to fight, right? Especially yeah. on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, and, and good good for Kirsten, because, I mean, like, how precious is she with the foam, uh, you know, arrow, yeah. bow, and yeah. arrow? And, uh, it's great. Oh man. Uh, well, especially since this. she's kind of been. Her thing has been kind of getting over her being a wet blanket the whole yeah, season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so, like, seeing her, like, her first thing in the episode is, like, it's like Tom Cruise slides in with the bow and arrow. And, like, <laughs> <Yeah. oop. laughs> it is. It, yeah, I guess it is, like, one of the first times you see her having, like, legit fun. Yeah, she's like, in this pink funny and fun. jump, like, uh, like, pantsuit and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's fun, Kirsten. Yeah, yeah, because I guess she normally has to be kind of the... Marge Simpson. Yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, you Truly. know, like kind of cool, calm, and collected, and like the voice of reason sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's great. No, she's fantastic. And also, shout out to Marge Simpson because I think she is the best character on The Simpsons. <laughs> she's really underrated, and she gets some really great lines. <laughs> oh my god, some of, some of my favorite Simpson gifts are of Marge. I know <laughs> she is the gem. Um, should we talk about Jimmy and Haley just very briefly so uh, we can get rid of them and then move on? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought we got rid of Haley. I thought so too. But I guess not. I guess but I also not. like Haley more than I like Jimmy. True. Yes. Yeah. She's more fun. <laughs> she hasn't been around as long for us to hear as much. Like, like it's definitely very well marinated into all of our feelings that Jimmy Cooper is just a big old back of trash. Yeah, yeah. She's been sending him cookies, which is really uh, gross to me. <laughs> well, so what? What are those? What are those called? The cookies with the kisses. What did she say they were called? Um, um, like 
is it forgotten kisses? Forgotten, forgotten kisses. kisses. I think so. In my notes, I think it autocorrected to rotten kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great job, that iPhone. They were like, like little little poop kisses, maybe. But uh, yes. Well, uh, so now now I'm only thinking of rotten kisses, which I think would be really fun <laughs> that's to call fun. them from now on. But yeah, for, well, why are they called forgotten kisses? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Why is any cookie named anything? Like, <laughs> Besides a cookie. Yeah. yeah. Also, how stoned do you think the person was that invented those cookies? Like, well, let's put <laughs> some candy on top of this dough right now, man. It's, it's, a, it's like putting sausage inside burger meat and then grilling it. <laughs> what? I've never heard of that. What? Really? Wait, like, like you, like you mash up sausage. Well, like, you just cut up chorizo? the sausage and you like put it inside of like the beef, basically, and you just make a burger out of it. That's crazy. You just like stuff That's a crazy. burger with sausage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Next level. Well, uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and minds are blowing. You're on the bro scene. Now I have my Valentine. <laughs> Ground beef and sausage. Here uh, I come. Um, the first thing that Jimmy thinks of is that it's Kirsten, not yeah. Haley. And it's like, what the hell, Jimmy? Yeah. Come on. Like, Kirsten didn't send you a secret admirer Valentine gift. Yeah. You creep. I, I can't. I, I can't get over the fact that he regifted those. Yeah. And he looks like, so ill at ease when he walks through the door with the plate of cookies. Like, he's holding them like he's never held a plate of cookies <laughs> his entire life. He's just like, Ugh. I think this is how you bring things to someone's house. When you- what are gifts? I don't know. <laughs> Everything's been handed to me my whole life. I don't know how to give back. Right? Good point. It was just so strange. It was like, here. Every jig, I can get a Jimmy Cooper. <laughs> Here are my leftovers from last night. Lasagna, if you want. Like, what a garbage person. Oh, man. And there's so much cookie talk. Like, they bring up these cookies. So is, is cookie a metaphor for something that I'm missing? Or? Doing it. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, rotten kisses. Or I totally missed that or something. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Uh, yeah. And then what? It culminates in like Jimmy visiting her on the boat and then being like, no, oh, we like each other. Ugh, who cares? <laughs> but I can't be with you because it'd be awkward because Kirsten, like, you're, you're adults. Yeah. Also, your ex wife is dating their dad. Yeah, yeah. So anything you do <laughs> will be better by comparison. Yes. Get some perspective, Jimmy Cooper. Yeah. Wait, so, but but not really anymore. Because right. now we got the budding romance oh! of a uh, illegal teenager. <laughs> I know. Like, how, is, how is this an okay thing? Uh, well, it's not. It's- First of all, it's not an okay thing. Is Luke, he's 18. Is he? Do you think he is? Okay, I. this is something to look out for. I think... <laughs> No, I th- I don't think they addressed it in this episode. <laughs> no, I think they have an ADR line of him being 18, like in a in a future episode. I th- oh. I, cause I think I remember one of the the their hotel hookup scenes has yes. an ADR line of him being 18. Oh, oh. good. Like like Ooh. she she confirms it first. Yeah, I think they do it like <laughs> the awkward like. But you're, I know you're 18 or something like that. It was like, well, that raises a lot of questions about Luke. If he's a high school junior and he's hey, 18. He's been back a <laughs> couple I, times. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he might not. Well, I, I guess you have to be pretty smart to go to Harbor, right? Like, you have to be, like, an okay student. Or so. have a lot of money. But maybe he was just a dum-dum when he was a little BB and, you know, and <laughs> had to be held back or whatever. Um, yeah. Also, there was joking about slitting wrists. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait what part? Oh, when she's when she's talking to Kirsten uh, about Caleb not showing up, and she's like, "I'm gonna oh. draw a warm bath, and I'll either slip my wrist or drink a bottle." Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so like that's that, that's like that's like the thing that she's um. doing when Luke shows up. Like she's just. She's, she's just she's blasting, almost slitting her wrist. Blasting Bob, Bob Seger. Yes. It's always night moves. Yes. It's, all, it's Bob Seger means night moves and no other song. Uh, also, uh, w- one of my favorite parts, uh, like running jokes in this episode, is that uh, the dance, like nobody can get the name right. They're like the Valentine's <laughs> dance school uh, whatever thing. What is it What is it called? It's like a ch- I, I wrote it, the singles dance gala. That's right, and that's like the first undercurrent of awkwardness because they haven't just de- like Ryan and Marissa haven't decided whether or not they're mm-hmm. not a thing or they are a thing, and mm-hmm. they're like, "I'm going to the singles dance." <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, 
oh, I mean, <laughs> I guess I am too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then it, and then it's like, maybe we're going together. Maybe it's a thing. And Ryan's like, no, I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. G, like. Also, why do they make it a singles dance? That's because like. With all the couples meeting up there? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, everybody's married. Like, yeah, it just made no sense that it was a singles dance. Uh, I think it would have been fun, more fun if it was a a couple, like, just a regular dance and people were like, we're there. Well, then you sort of push the idea of, like, we all got to shack up. Like, because we're all going to this dance. We don't want to go to it uh, alone. Because it's not, it's because, yeah, making a singles <laughs> dance makes it okay for them to be alone, and that destroys a lot of the drama. Yeah. Because everyone's just like, are Ryan and Marissa together? Seth and Summer? What's going on with Kirsten and Sandy? Like, every relationship is in flux, and then it's like, well, then why is it a singles dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, what a weird thing to do. Uh, Josh Schwartz, you're on trial. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very strange. Very strange. Well, let's get into the meaty, the meaty parts of the episode. Uh, should we talk about Marissa, Ryan, Teresa, or oh, yeah. Seth, Seth Mar- Summer? Marianisa. Marianisa. <laughs> Couple names are hard with their love triangles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's fine. We're making it work. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, you know, Teresa's back in this episode, uh, as passive aggressive as ever. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I love the little moments between, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I love the moments between, uh, Teresa and Marissa specifically. Like there's a moment where they're, uh, they're at the, the location of this singles dance before the dance. Cause they're all helping to set up and, uh, <laughs> Marissa and Teresa go through a door together <laughs> and they're like uh, uh, you go no uh, well okay we both go together <laughs> it's just very funny I, uh, I feel like I feel like Teresa is one of the most genuine at least teenage characters like that we've seen thus far really I like, feel like she's so much more adult than everybody exactly else. yeah like that that's why I think like I, I almost believe her a little bit more like she seems like a real person and like mm-hmm. I, I mean mature or not like it's just she comes across as like okay like you're believable like this is something that could like this could be a teen that I but then again I guess the rest of these characters could be as well but yeah. it just um like every, everything that she says is pretty much with sincerity and like makes yeah. sense and, yeah. and like I think she's a great she's a great Anna replacement <laughs> Yeah, well, I, you know, or what? someone, someone to, someone to stir the pot yeah. a little bit. Like, I, I actually don't know how much I see her as a, a high schooler. No, like hearing her say, like, oh, let's go back to, sc- like, back to school. Like, wait, what? Like, I think she is more of like a single mom than she is like a seventeen-year-old girl. Yes, a hundred percent. True, true. Whereas Anna, definitely more of a seventeen-year-old girl than a single mom. <laughs> I don't know though. Like, I think there's something to be said about like a strong female like latino character supposedly growing up in a neighborhood like chino or like (laughs) let's say for the sake of the argument like east la where there's like a lot of adversity in order for you to even make it through high school yeah yeah so like i think i think normally like people from communities where it's it's difficult to even graduate high school like Mm -hmm. can't uh, like do seem much more mature because of all the crap that they've had to face in their lives and whatnot and so i feel like that comes across in more of the realness of her character yeah and just like wow like you've had to like bust yourself you have to drive two hours to this job in, in newport yeah yeah <laughs> to, right, right. To, to, to clean up tables and then you gotta wake up and go to high school the next morning yeah, like that's yeah. bananas yeah what? that's true yeah. That's crazy. So, and it's all like how she holds herself. Like, yeah, she's, her yeah. air is like just that, you know, like just that sort of uh, adult, <laughs> adult maturity that I I still don't have. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wondering, has that has any have, have you guys ever worked? I mean, Ryan, I don't think you have, but like, I do they make you drive that? I don't lift a finger. I don't <laughs> that much? Like, do they just bus everybody out to the OC? Like, I'm no, just I, I, it's it, it, no, it seems like that company would be centrally located, so yeah. she would have had to go out to them. Right. So, I, I mean, I'm assuming they just were okay with the fact that she lives in Chino and is coming to, to Newport to <laughs> cater these events. <laughs> I mean, she she does she does allude to the fact that like she took this job hoping that she would run into Ryan. True. Yeah. So like maybe True. she was like, oh, I gotta get a job. Maybe she was checking Craigslist. Was Craigslist <laughs> around I mean, at the time? You know. 
<laughs> yeah, this would have been like actually checking the classifieds, like checking <laughs> newspapers <laughs> and shit. <still. laughs> Hitting a marker and circling yeah. the. I don't even think monster.com or any of that stuff's even around yet. I don't think they have internet in China. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you gotta go to the library for that. It's just such that. a trash can. Oh, jeez. That's so uh... bad. But yeah, I mean. Like, I don't know. I've actually heard some pretty crazy stuff. Like, I, I work with people that drive from, like, the OC and, like, from, like, San Bernardino into L.A. on yeah. the daily. And, like, that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So I think it is, like, even though we call it crazy because we have to, like, drive through Hollywood <laughs> to get to It took me meltdown. 20 minutes to yeah, park. It's like, oh, this is awful. Like, this is the worst <laughs> feeling in the world. It's like people, like, spend their lives in their cars around here, really. And I think yeah. it's something that we don't really experience that much. Yeah, yeah. Which might be a thing. So well, that was knows? my first job when I moved down here. I worked at uh, Cal State LA, and I lived um, in Redondo Beach, like oh, Redondo wow. Lawndale. And so, yeah, I had to do that drive every oh, day. God. And that was brutal. Yeah. Listen, listeners, if you're if if you're not from LA, take Trevor's word for it. <laughs> it's a crazy drive. Yeah. I drove I drove from like East Side to LAX every day for work. No, I, not that I work at LAX, uh, but I worked next to LAX. And it was at least an hour <laughs> to an hour cargo and a half each yeah. way. Oh yeah, my god, that's cargo. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really strong, you guys. Big about, big you can't cargo. see me, but I'm real, real big. <laughs> Uh, well, Teresa ends up back at the pool house, uh, but nothing happens. She then leaves, right? Yeah. Yeah, she leaves. Uh, oh, pretty simple. I guess they, they don't smooch, do they? Do they, they smooch? They don't, but she does say, hmm, pretty amazing us running into each other on Valentine's Day. After, like, saying that, oh, I took this job so that I could see you, <laughs> which she's is very just, odd. She's trying to put the moves on, you know, a long, long lost love, you know? What, what, but... What's the big thing they keep going back to is that he was Snoopy and she was Peppermint Patty. What, did Snoopy and Peppermint Patty have like some love affair that I didn't know about? Like, why is that the most precious thing ever? Yeah. Um, well, I, I got to say, I took, that is insane, that's, that thing. Well, first of all, I don't, there's, it has to be your good man, Charlie Brown, which, it, right. yeah. which first of all, Peppermint Patty's not in. But at the same time, I was thinking about it, like, well, Peppermint Patty is the most recognizable name, so I get on oh, writer standpoint. Um, I'm sorry, Lucy? like, I, like, I know. Well, it's just like well, Lucy is Lucy, and like Sally is Sally. Like yeah. Peppermint Patty is like the only like iconic like female name to pull upon from Peanuts. I'm sorry, I I like got lost in that thought for a second, <laughs> like when I was watching the episode. Oh, same. But it would have been like that performance, him playing Snoopy in like You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, is like the anti Ryan. Like that, so like that performance is so kinetic and so like bombastic and like it's like the main song of it is uh, is the song Supper Time, in which it's Snoopy doing like this crazy dance song and dance number when Charlie Brown brings him his dinner, uh-huh. and so it's just like it's like the the ha- the hands up with yeah the, with the ears and the yeah just oh find and, yeah look up your good man Charlie Brown Snoopy on YouTube and just imagine. Ryan Atwood performing those numbers, <laughs> and it would be insane. I have but to, to do be, this because I don't know this musical. <laughs> to be fair, though, like like Snoopy doesn't talk. He doesn't. But he uh, talks. Nobody talks in this show. He talks in the he? he talks in the musical. What? But does it's, he talk less than all the other characters? Well, he talks. He's like by himself. Oh. And so it it hits it hits the Ryan Atwood like loner sure. thing because it's a lot of him by himself. <laughs> Because he is a dog and he can't communicate to anybody else, so this is all like him singing in his head. Uh-huh. So it's like how like Snoopy has like thought bubbles mm-hmm. in the comic strip. It's mm-hmm. like that. Got mm-hmm. it. And so he's talking out loud, but like nobody else acknowledges him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right. it is the anti Ryan Atwood. The anti. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh man, but yeah, true love, Snoopy and Patty. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, some fanfic they were writing out in that, Chino. I mean, <laughs> they have a weird. There's a weird sexual chemistry between Snoopy and Pepper Patty. <laughs> well, because he plays. Okay, I, this is f- fascinating. Do, do elaborate. He, he plays. He plays baseball on Charlie Brown's team. He's like their shortstop, mm-hmm. and so she always kind of says uh, that kid with the weird nose. Like she addresses Snoopy a lot of times, like as a kid more than a dog, and like he's kind of he smooched her like uh, a few times, like but he also smooches like Lucy, but Uh. like it's the weird fact that she sort of acknowledges him as more of an equal than a lot of other people in that world, that there is like a you could. 
You could see a furry could very easily make a case <laughs> okay. for that. They could, there is evidence that you can twist. Like you see like like talk radio the way they twist facts. You can make that conspiracy theory okay. there. Well, uh, right. Josh Schwartz is a furry, everybody. <laughs> we have determined on this podcast. I, <laughs> oh, I'm going to Photoshop a wife beater on Snoopy. Oh, uh, please, wait, it'll blend in. It'll you, blend you'll in. be able to tell. Like, get him a gray one. Get, oh, totally yeah. get him a gray one. Uh, and, and you have to give him a uh, leather. And <laughs> a choker. And a choker. Let's not forget. Uh, I don't mean to shift the attention to Marissa, but did she get bangs halfway through the episode? Yeah, I guess she did change her style. Maybe she was like, got to do something new after this whole Oliver thing. Because were they sideswept? Because I, I think halfway through the episode, all of a sudden she just has like full on bangs. And I was like, what? <laughs> Am I hallucinating? I almost like I very easily like because I did notice that. And I was like, oh, she's just trying to like redo the whole thing with Ryan. Mm. Like it, it, like when she's like, let's start over. Hi, yes. I'm Marissa, which is also like a little bit too late, Marissa. But <laughs> like, it looks like she's trying to act the part too. Like I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna wear the clothes I did six months ago. It's yeah. very painful. It's it's, it's awkward. <laughs> it's is so more, painful. Yeah. You really feel for her. Also, uh, props to the makeup and hair department once again for uh, really sticking to the storyline uh, as usual. Oh, was did did Summer have sex hair? Like. Is, is no, I just mean to? about the bangs because you just oh, made the point okay. of like her like starting Got new it. with Ryan, so she's like doing a new hair thing. You know oh, that makes sense. Oh no, but but I was but I was thinking more about like um like after you said that like did did Summer have sex hair afterwards? Like I the, don't after... think so. Well, because oh, okay. there was no like how scene. they did for Marissa after the oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Luke. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have to say um if if we're gonna be talking about the styling thing um all the boys are wearing real nice shirts. Like real nice dress dress shirts throughout this. I feel like yeah. this was like like during this episode, you know, I think it was like the first time I was like, Oh, maybe I'll get out of the t shirt and in, you know, basketball shorts thing and, I, <laughs> and like think about maybe like wearing like an ironic t shirt or like a or maybe a shirt with a collar that if I'm not going to like a wedding or like, you know, a bar mitzvah or something. <laughs> Uh, Marissa just throws herself at Ryan this entire episode, yeah. which is not only awkward, but also sad in like a just like weirdly anti-feminist way. <laughs> it was just kind of just very disappointing. Uh, she's just like trying to put a bandaid on their relationship by being like, let's do it. We've always wanted this. And thank God Ryan is like, uh, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like that he he's like this is wrong. It's like I was gonna say embarrassing. I was like no, well Ryan's right. Yeah, no, Ryan's hundred okay. <laughs> percent right. And like g- good on Ryan for for not being the pushover that he's been so far, and just being like, yeah. hey, like th- it was pretty messed up that like the ridiculous stuff that he sacrificed for the past four episodes, yeah. like to to stick up for Marissa and didn't believe until he had a gun yeah. until, <laughs> until Oliver went crazy and almost killed yeah. everyone. And that it was like, uh, oh, may, maybe Ryan was right. <laughs> yeah, like, like she's the dumbest person on the planet. Yeah, so it's like, good. <laughs> and then go, she just, yeah, she's like, you, and let's just blow past that. Remember Oliver Hannigan? Like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do blow- Great Marissa impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. But, but I mean, we, we do blow past a lot of really serious life events, like almost like dying and ODing in Tijuana. Yeah. Um, her mom like her mom and dad getting divorced like her mom dating caleb uh, oh for sure burning a house down burning a house down there's so much yeah god this is only episode 19 (laughs) (laughs) so much has happened already um jesus so great but yeah and and i like i like how um like Teresa kind of inserts herself not a combative way like i guess we do say passive aggressive because that's kind of what just her presence means Mm -hmm. but uh, like she's just kind of putting things into perspective and it's like ryan's first opportunity to like vent to someone and for someone to validate like okay that was really crappy and Mm -hmm. because like most people didn't believe him throughout the whole oliver fiasco and everything like no one's kind of like oh man that is really messed up that no one believed you and whatnot like like people are feeling bad and everything but they're not going to admit that like they were totally wrong the entire time so it's kind of nice that you have that perspective from Teresa, and then it's kind of like oh okay like hey you're legit um also 
to Teresa's credibility, mm-hmm. she drives a LeBaron. <laughs> Chrysler. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Are we sure she's from Chino yeah. and mm. not from Newport? Because I'm pretty sure the only people driving LeBarons around mm. our town were just the top-notch folks. Fancy. Yellow LeBaron, too. Ooh, you got yellow. a fancy LeBaron. She's working these high-end uh, catering jobs yeah. now. So <laughs> she's got that LeBaron money. <laughs> oh, man, if only... If only we had that LeBaron money one day. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, I, I, I like that perspective uh, that you brought up, Ryan, about Teresa sort of like, I, I feel like Ryan needs Teresa in this moment. Like he's just been like screwed over and like just like pulled apart these last few episodes. And like finally, like he gets something from like familiar something, someone familiar from home to like sort of comfort him a little bit uh, after all this craziness has happened, uh, which is nice. And mm-hmm. I feel like much needed for him. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's never like I like Ryan when he gets before the drama hits when he gets a chance to be like comfortable and like kind of back in his own life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like Ryan when he's angstless. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is which is not very. It's oh, yeah. so I have to savor it, savor these tiny pieces. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, far between. Yeah, he's also like very frank about like sex. With like everything, like in in turning down Marissa, and then also with like talking to Seth about it. Like I've always liked that. Like he's just like, he's very like mature about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, she unbuttoned most of those buttons on that nice shirt of his, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she went for it. He said, "He said no, no, no." He said, Mm-mm. "No, no, no." Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, Marissa goes back to the pool house to win Ryan back. Um, and actually let's talk about real quick. I have a clip, but before this clip of her trying to, you know, win Ryan back, uh, Sandy gives her a very, uh, well-meaning speech, uh, and a very, very encouraging speech that I thought was very sweet. Uh, Well, yeah, cause he's, he's saying like Ryan's been abandoned at every turn of his life mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you have to take into account like and that's what he's feeling right now and just show him that you're going to be around yeah. and it is very well meaning but we do find out that ultimately that scene was more to show kirsten that sandy still <laughs> yeah. appreciates their love <laughs> yeah. than it was going to serve saving ryan and marissa's relationship yeah definitely yeah. wasn't yeah. driving that that side of the plot yeah. um yeah. but but i but yeah i definitely think he was talking about how it's it's all worth it like mm-hmm. all this hard work, like going through all these situations and fighting for each other, like it ends up being worth it, even through all the pain and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is is true, like yeah. like a true testament to like relationships and whatnot. Um, but then it's also kind of like some advice that probably could have been yielded <laughs> a little bit earlier on to just actually <laughs> believe Ryan. But yeah, sadly, maybe yeah. a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, Sandy, where were you when well, when? <laughs> how convenient that nobody believed Ryan. <laughs> I know. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. That was awful when Sandy didn't believe Ryan. Oh, that my was, God. That made yeah. me sad. Yeah. I skipped those episodes. Yeah. If you guys had asked me to be on during those episodes, I would have watched it, but no. I just <laughs> I literally jumped past the like the episode where he shows up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just like, nope, I know what happens. Yeah. The no, gun. Sure. It, it just builds to the gun. People don't like Ryan for a little bit, but then it's all better. It was, it was <laughs> a roller coaster going back through oh, the Oliver man. emotions again. I mean, does he ever come back? No. At all? Okay, good. No, no, no. I didn't know if he had like a little like one-off Anna camp uh, no. cameo or anything like that. Okay, good. No, no. no, I mean, credit to the 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 man who played Oliver, um Taylor Handley. Mm-hmm. Uh great job at being really hateable. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Truly. Uh still I mean, 12 years still later. 12 years later. <laughs> <laughs> a performance that stands the test of time. Yeah. I mean, truly. What were we talking about? The monologue like two episodes oh, ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, like, he um, nailed it. When he when he admits like that he's been like doing all this crap for real at oh, Harper, like before he gets punched. Yeah, yeah by Ryan. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's legit awesome. Uh, so Marissa goes back to the uh, the pool house to win Ryan back, and they have a, a smooch quick, fest. Quick little exchange here that I would fest? love to discuss. Uh, or was that uh, earlier? Tune into she... this clip, and you'll find out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? Don't you want it? No. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, of course, but uh, with everything that's happened, it just uh, just seems a little soon. I just wish it hadn't happened, that we could still be like we were. 
And I just wanted to make it up to you. You don't have to do this. No, you're right. So, um, I guess I'll, uh, go. Because this is just really... Wrong. I was gonna say embarrassing, but I guess wrong works. So, it was nice to see you. And I guess I'll uh, see you again tomorrow. Whoops, I played the wrong clip. I don't have a clip for this. <laughs> this is the clip from before. <laughs> so you wanted to play the clip from... When he's like... Uh, Where uh, is she? Like When Marissa's like, you have to trust me. And he's like, like you trusted me. And like gives her like the like the best look of like, <laughs> fuck you. Oh. <laughs> it is amazing. It is, uh, it, it is pretty great. So good. Uh, but yeah, that was a good moment. We don't need a clip for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think like at, at a certain point, it's like, um, like yeah, it's gonna take some time for Ryan to forgive Marissa. Yeah, like maybe it is best for both of them to just go their separate ways for now. They're probably gonna end up getting back together at some point or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! Spoiler alert. I actually don't remember. <laughs> is this their first like? big one or like they have one for during oliver but that's sort of like yeah just because everything's tense yes. is this like their first like cut off yes okay. like big break and like you know d deservedly so. yeah <laughs> but also gets one of my favorite music cues because i love this cover of wonderwall yes, yes. ryan adams mm -hmm. oh, so good it's great so good i remember like also falling in love with ryan adams at this point in yeah. time too yeah Let's talk about Seven Summer now. Yes. Um, oh, uh, man. Right away, uh, my first reaction when we see uh, Summer, to me, she's playing uh, an arcade game, and she's playing Galaga. Yep. It's <laughs> very confusing. My first thing I have as well. Oh, my god! Look at that. Look at that. I love it. Uh, it's great, but also very out of character. Uh, it's, it's the transition into Cool Summer. Like yeah. we've seen, Seth Cohen has impacted her life. Yes. So now she's playing nerdy video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of other background things that mm -hmm. Summer is doing, <laughs> she's watching The Valley. Yes. <laughs> oh my remember? god. Yes. The Bizarro OC show uh, with um, is this the start of it too? Yes, yes. this oh. is the first. This is the first this, reference. This episode is my jam. Like it has so many firsts. It's so yes. much stuff. Oh my, so many firsts. Yes, very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um. So and, and who plays who plays the the main character in in the valley? It's what's his name? Um, it's, it's Hanks. Oh, yeah, um, Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Yeah. Yep. Colin also from Orange County, the, <gasps> the movie, movie, which this show might have been based on. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but that's so cool. I love. Oh my god, I love when they when they meet the, ca yes. the yes. cast of. Oh, sorry. God damn it. Well, I keep in a further, it's in a couple episodes. Yeah, it is. In a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty soon. But it's I just, I, I love, I love how they make fun of just themselves so easily. Mm -hmm. On this, it's um, it's great. It's Oception. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. And and my guess is like at this time, the OC must have been pretty hyped up. Yeah, like, this yeah. would have been yeah, this would have been like full blown media circus time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's mm -hmm. probably why they started to alluding like, how can we write in some fun stuff into here? Yeah. Well, let's make a, let's make the valley. <laughs> it's the valley. so great. Previously was on the valley. Was was the was the boo around this time as well? Um, Ooh, like the Lonely, Island. Lonely Island. Yeah, like the Lonely uh, that Island. That was later, I think. I don't think much later, though. No, maybe like a year later or something. Okay. Yeah. Do, did you ever watch The Boo? No. It, oh, 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 oh. No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, this would have been like a year later or something like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I forgot about The Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sarah, Sarah Chalk, right? Or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, my gosh. God. Okay. Yes. It's yeah. so good. It's I remember great. The Boo. Summer's great in this episode. So like, great. Like, we find, mm -hmm. like, this is like the summer that we come to know and love. Yes. Um, you know, she has those little bit of quirks, like like the video game thing, watching the valley. We get some Princess Sparkle. <laughs> yeah. She has her own bizarro horse of herself. Uh, so precious. So precious. Right? Uh, but I also, I noticed um, jumping ahead during the their last scene, when she's yeah. telling that she was a virgin, uh -huh. um, like you see like her mannerisms when she like sits down, it's like, no. And like just sort of her like physical movement was very like Cohen-esque. Yeah. Like it's very neurotic oh, and everything. Yeah. yeah, so you definitely see like she's becoming a little bit more or just less of the party girl that she was. Getting yes. Cohenized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cohenized. <laughs> what I think's crazy is that 
I don't know. Is, is this like the first time Summer's in love? Like the first time that she's because like she immediately goes all in. She's just yeah. like, like, like almost immediately upon like them being like, she's like, well, I guess we got to consummate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, make she's this like, happen You're right now. You're about to get lucky, Cohen. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah. Like that okay. was quick. <clears throat> if we any teenager got that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Holy crap. We talk you... about the boob song. The Hello Sunshine that would always play whenever her boobs are like revealed to Seth. Oh wait, oh, that yeah. was a part. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Hello oh. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because her name's Summer. <laughs> well, I, I have a clip here of the um the speech that uh, Seth gives Summer uh, in order for her to reveal her boobs to him. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, Summer. It's not like, like now that me and Anna broke up, I'm now choosing you, okay? Because the whole reason that we broke up is because for me, it's always been you, Summer. It's always been you. I've tried to fight it, and I've tried to deny it, and I can't. I can't do it. You're undeniable. Smoochie. Yeah. Uh, once again, the the OC interstitial music <laughs> ruining a I was moment. Like, is that a train? In no. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some good music cues in this, like especially oh, yeah. coming off like awkward beats. Yeah. Like, the oh, composer sure. is just like um, stretching my comedy chops this week, guys. <laughs> Got some great stingers. Oh, oh man, if only they had like the silly oboe music. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, prescription for for greatness is playing funky music to <laughs> to meet the the emotion of whatever the scene is. Well, you know, and, and then she just like this. She like then proceeds to throw herself as Seth, uh, as Seth, as Seth, at Seth. Um, uh, and you know, I I guess I understand, but also it's just such like a a schmaltzy sort of moment. <laughs> Rags, let me uh, give you a hypothetical. Sure. <laughs> if you were a junior in high school, yeah. you had been chasing this boy uh-huh. who ultimately chose another girl, uh-huh. but then showed up at your house after you guys had had an awkward conversation earlier <laughs> that day, uh-huh. uh, and then said that to you, uh-huh. would would that be enough? Would that, like... I mean, I, it's just all the context of it all. It, it would be enough to be like, Cool. Okay, I accept your apology, but I wouldn't be like boob time. Like, you know? like, yeah, yeah. Smooch city though. Smooch city, smooch sure. City. Smooch city. Yeah. I'll give. I'll give them smooch city. But yeah. But not boob time. Not boob time. <laughs> but what if it? What if it actually was like Adam Brody? Yeah, smooch time. Yes, boob time. No, is my final answer. Got it. Reach. Okay. <laughs> respectable. Respectable. Roxy. Um, I I love I love that they label um this you know the aftermath as awful fish sex. Yeah. Yes, I, I wrote like, that too. I feel like I, I feel like it's also alluding to Kirsten's comment about ooh yeah, the fish. fish. <laughs> 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 That's a good callback. Great, um. great through line. Uh, so. Also, like I yeah I can't like if I, when I envision fish sex, I envision a lot of like. Uh, a mouthy kissing and Be also just like people like doing a dolphin motion, which is like counterintuitive. Again, I you don't can't, understand. You can't see it, but Roxy's waving her <laughs> yeah, hands in a very fluid together. motion. Like, I, I don't understand how things could have gone so wrong. Like nobody's, you know, first time is like m- a perfect or amazing or magical by any means. Sure, it's a little bit awkward and it's odd, but they really played it up here. Like I just, they, they're acting as if like they truly don't understand yeah. what sex is. <laughs> well, I mean, but but we we do get to that because Sandy or Seth is like, I need to have this conversation with my dad. He needed to have the sex talk with his dad. Right? 
Yeah. He, because he, it was so he, bad. He, he self-advocates for, like, what do I need to do? How do I do this? Because he, he truly doesn't know. Can, can, we, oh, can should we... we cut to the conversation? Yes. The, I was just going to yes. say, <laughs> Sandy says some really awkward, uncomfortable things here oh, that I'm not ready. To, I was not ready to hear out of Peter Gallagher's <laughs> mouth. As things like, I'm always ready to go. You're my son. The appetizer is as good as the main course. <laughs> oh, the Coens wow. are sexual beings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God. It's so gross. I just wrote down, Sandy, you dog. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, can I ask who you slept with? Like, it was just like, ah! No, 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 no. And he's like, but but then he's like, because you're such like a Casanova. You know, you got these two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I think that that's the line of Sandy Cohen's coolness is yeah. talking about sex. Everything True. before that, like, oh, Sandy Cohen, you always have great perspective. You're telling mm-hmm. me exactly what I need to hear. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when he's talking to sex, uh, uh, talking to <laughs> sex with Seth. Um, and it's just, yeah, that weird couple of, like, who would you do it with? Like, Sandy, are you, like, perving out on this? What are you doing? Yes, he is. <laughs> why Why did I write this down? I might. I must have been drunk or just, like, all autocorrecting this. I wrote down Winterberry Sexual Deviance. <laughs> Winterberry? <laughs> did he say something like that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it corrected whatever I was saying. <laughs> Well, yes, Ryan Adams' Wonderwall cover plays. They dance together at the end after this dance. Uh, it's very sweet and charming. They also are starting over, um, which is nice. Um, and, you know, full of a lot less pressure, you know, uh, which is great for all of our favorite characters. Well, they also do it in a, such a less awkward way than, hi, I'm Marissa. Oh I go God. to Harbor. Like, yeah. don't, like, I get wanting to start over, but don't start over like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but Marissa's just such an awkward person already, so I think it, it, she kind of plays it off very well. Yeah. So super awkward. Anyway, doesn't work. Sorry, sorry, sorry Marissa. Um, but it, it's nice to see Ryan gets a little uh, uh, reprieve from the craziness. Uh, yeah. At the end, uh, Sandy and Kirsten get their sweet little moment, which, by the way, the chocolate box was Holy like a hundred chocolates. Giant. <laughs> so many chocolates. I would be so worried about like getting that on my sheets. Yeah. Like in my like messing up my bed because I don't know. I'm sure we've all eaten in bed before. Oh, 100%. Do it all the time. I actually have a bag of pumpkin snaps. Pumpkin. <gasps> I pump, had some of those some, in your living sprouts. room. You just keep moving <laughs> them from yeah. room to room. <laughs> no, they, they've been, they've been in my bed for about a week. Now. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> a little bit, a little some, some personal. Uh, TMI. We're, we're 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 airing it all out. <laughs> Listen, I may not be sleeping with anyone, but I definitely have a big bag of pumpkin snaps in my queen size bed. So, in case you Ooh, know, something's queen going size. right. Yeah, exactly. Listeners, all that room for all oh, those pumpkin snaps. A queen for your queen. <laughs> True. I just envisioned a heart shaped, giant heart shaped box instead of full of just. <laughs> Individual pumpkin snaps. <laughs> Luke and Julie. Yeah, Wait, we did we talk about them? them? Yeah, okay, we did. Cool. Nothing, we does anything them. else happen? Bang City. I think we're good. Bang like, City. Like, oh, <laughs> one thing I will say is I loved... <laughs> Luke definitely got to boob down. <laughs> um, I love when he says, um, Mrs. Cooper, you're an amazing girl. Woman. Woman. Lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, but he did say like how she was the coolest mom that, that you know they'd let him listen to whatever music they wanted. Yeah. And watch and R-rated watch R-rated movies. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it even more creepy that they're then gonna sleep together. <laughs> like that was like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, like maybe let's let's get the mom talk yeah, done. Like, down. We get it. You're into MILFs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We end the episode with like kind of everyone uh, everyone's kinda happy except for Marissa. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. You know, Kirsten and Sandy have each other, mm-hmm. Haley and Jimmy, mm-hmm. you know, after they go to the, like, abandoned restaurant and he's only got cookies on the menu. Like, lame pickup line, but yeah. apparently, <laughs> apparently it works. Shut up, Jimmy. Yeah. This hey. shit's not going to work. Yeah, let's keep let's keep talking about cookies. It's the only thing I can hold on to right now to not, like, focus on my garbage life. Um, 
Although, you know, he's got the restaurant thing. I guess that's a good thing. Luke and Julie, you know, just hitting it off. <laughs> uh, Seth and Summer, you know, uh, even after awkward sex and everything, mm-hmm. still seem fine. And then yeah, Teresa yeah. and Ryan, yeah. you know, seem to, like, like they, they go off on their LeBaron chariot into the sky. <laughs> uh, it's just so magical. I love how much you know about cars. Uh, <laughs> well, we should get into some shameless pleasures. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Well, I'm being looked at, so I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was thinking about this, and it kind of popped in my head a few days ago because I found, um, again, like I found some old CDs from not not this far back, not 2004, Uh um, but this would have been like 2008 or 2009. Okay. Um, But like I, I, like pop music gets me going, but like really like empowering young women, like pop music like that sort of like like because it was um a song that was on the cd was the veronica's yeah and they were like yeah. big like what like 2005 2006 uh-huh. and so it was like them um i it had a miley cyrus song like i love fucking katie perry like i definitely like there's so because i grew up with two sisters so i couldn't escape it and so i've just embraced it now but like those are like cheesy girl pop music is like one of my oh, shameless so pleasures. Single Ladies was big at that time mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I recently updated um, uh, my iPhone, which is a big thing for me. I don't mm-hmm. have it automatically update because mm-hmm. I'm from like, you know, the Stone Age. Um, <laughs> but Spotify now has your daily mixes. Have you guys, do? are you guys on Spotify? Yeah. Do you, have you updated it? No. You guys. They have these things called daily mixes. So okay. you know how like there's Discover Weekly. Mm-hmm. Now there's a day. There's daily mixes. We want more and in your ears. Honestly, <laughs> but no. But like it's next level how well it knows me. Oh. So it it gave me three mixes. I don't know if it gives everyone three mixes. Mm. So it like <laughs> you're I, special. We maybe so special. <laughs> but it it so like one genre is like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like hip hop and like pop music. Mm-hmm. The second one is um is like chill like indie like garbage that I listen to, and then uh, the third is like '90s music. So it's like oh. aggregated all like the three large genres that I listen to consistently, and like even calls back to songs that I might have listened to on Spotify like a year ago or like two years ago or mm-hmm. something. And it will like intersperse songs that you listen to frequently with like similar songs, oh. uh, like a lot. So like Discover Weekly is like new music you haven't ever listened to yeah. that's somewhat related to what you've been listening to. Sure, but this is like. It kind of intertwines the music you have been listening to. They're the greatest mixes ever. I can't stop listening to to it. I'm like, this is, it's fantastic. So if you haven't updated your Spotify yet, I would say definitely update it. Cool. Um, Good to know. I'll go real quickly. Um, I think I'm I'm sure I've talked about this before, but uh, I just, my my love keeps growing. It's not really a a guilty pleasure. It's really much more of a shameless pleasure. Uh, I am obsessed with Vince Staples. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. He's uh, fantastic. Real bananas, obsessed. Also, uh, follow him on Snapchat uh, at Poppy Street. <gasps> I don't follow him. I need follow to follow him. more stars on Snapchat. He's he's great. Uh, he uh, he has a lot of great videos on 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 the internet. Uh, he's playing with James Blake uh, in LA soon, but it's a little too rich for my blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> saw him at FYF. He's amazing. He's like a very smart young man, uh, great flow, good beats, uh, you know, sort of tangentially related to the Odd Future crew. um, And it's just an all around, like, just smart, talented uh, dude with a lot of good things to say uh, from Long Beach. So it's great. (laughs) uh, So that's it. That's it. Do it up. My babies. <laughs> hey, I I three hundred percent support all of all, all of these things. This yes. is why we all get along so well. Uh, well, great. Thank you so much, Trevor, for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was that the was best. A... This was the best. Um, Thanks. Trevor, if we want to follow you on the interwebs and mm-hmm. the social medials and yeah. whatnot, um, what can we do? Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TrevorCopter, um, and. The reason, I mean, I usually just give up my show one because my show one's the actual thing that I take care of, like uh, on Twitter. Great, give us your show <laughs> one. Um, the show one is at, at P-O-2-W underscore flash. 
um, because it's Podcast of Two Worlds is the name of the podcast, so P-O-2-W. Um, but somebody has P-O-2-W as their handle, so I had to put underscore flash. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, but that's but we have an Instagram with the same handle, but that one, I do my personal account. So on Instagram, it's my personal. On Twitter, it's the show. <laughs> and then just find us on iTunes, rate, subscribe. And we're also part of the Narrative School Network. Yes. So yeah. where you guys find the bro see, you can find us. Because we're also on SoundCloud as well. So Perfect. Nice. Yes. Um, Please listen. That's awesome. Um, also, uh, you know, we we didn't mention before, um, Trevor, you're also on a house team here oh, yes. at, the, at, at Nerdist. Yes. I should probably so mention that we, as well. We should, <laughs> yes. So yeah, so just to plug uh, any shows um, coming up. Yeah, I would like to take the time to not plug my team and just keep talking about my podcast. No. <laughs> Um, your faces. <laughs> no, we uh, uh, we're actually running out of some time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, um, we have shows every Sunday. Um, it's cool it, the the way the schedule works at Nerdist for Sundays. Um, it's house team night, so it's all the the Nerdist improv house teams perform every Sunday, and uh, all the teams rotate. Um, they move up a half an hour every week, um, and so right now, um. Coming up, uh, the Sunday this is released. I don't know when that is. Um, but right now we're playing 8.30 and then it'll be 9. And then we're off for a week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be entered. Probably by the time this is out, we'll be back into the rotation starting at 6 o'clock. Nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, so just basically just come down to Narratives for House Team Night and you'll see a bunch of great teams. And if you time it right, maybe you'll see our team. But if not, every team on House Team Night is... Uh, Give you a definitely give you your money's worth. Nice. What's the name of your team? We're called Biff. 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 Yeah. Biff. Perfect. Seriously, Trevor, this was so amazing. <laughs> this is great. Thank you so much for being yeah. on. We will definitely have you back. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure we'll also have you back as, as teching our show oh, as, yeah. as, as, a, as a special Either guest way. each time. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All we'll, right. we'll shout you out when you're in the room. For sure. <laughs> thank you. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us once again. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening as usual. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Feel yes. free to hit us up so on our, our social medias. Uh, we which is just at Brock Pod uh, on both Instagram and Twitter. Please join us. Uh, do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, join us next week. You won't regret it. For season one, episode, episode 20, 20, the telenovela. The telenovela. That's right. <laughs> uh, cool. Thanks, guys. Woo! Yay!